0: Hello, I am Matt Williamson coming at you here again. Um, pro Football Focus, I reference them often, you know, obviously their analytics site and every year they put out their quarterback annual and it came out on Wednesday. Of course, I went right to the Kenny Pickett page as well as some overall quarterback stats, see where he ranked tendencies We did a lot of this earlier in the week, offensive stuff, picket stuff, but this is a new source, and I apologize, there are some overlap, but it also reinforces what we talked about earlier in the week, and there's also some new spins on things, too. So, okay, he appeared in 13 games last year. I think he started 12, right? But he had the 15th most rushing yards of all quarterbacks. Only 37 of his rushing yards were off designed runs. Now, some of those were sneaks where you're designed to get one. You know what I mean? But only 37 yards off designed runs versus 198 yards off scrambles, which is, it was not the play call. You know, something happened, scramble. You know, I told you many times, scrambles are the most efficient play in the league right now. And that kind of shows it. Speaking of sneak, he tied Justin Herbert, for the best quarterback sneak conversion percentage. Now, these aren't huge sample sizes, but still 92% of Pickett's quarterback sneak attempts created a first down. It's really good. Tied for, you know, best. Tied for best with Herbert. One of the worst, though, at holding the ball without getting it downfield. So they had these charts about... Yeah, that's a graph on a chart that, you know, who's holding the ball the longest and who's driving the ball down the field the best. Well, he was basically the worst at the combination of the two. You would think the longer you hold the ball, the deeper you drive the ball down the field. Not with Kenny yet, or who knows ever. I'm not going to say it. it's going to come. Who knows? One of the very best and most extreme and really the only quarterback, like he really stood out on this table of performing better under pressure than in a clean pocket. Like his numbers, his PFF grade are actually better when pressured than in a clean pocket. That's bizarre and it won't keep up. I mean, I'm sure he'll get much, much better in a clean pocket, but it's great to see that he handles pressure so well for a young guy. Usually it's the opposite when it's clean and easy. Sure, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but most guys – Almost everyone's worse under pressure, of course, but usually there's a correlation of, boy, he's only slightly worse under pressure or he's still 20% better than the rest of the league. The Mahomes is the world. I mean, it's almost impossible to be better under pressure than a clean pocket. And it's close, but he's the real outlier of all the quarterbacks this year, of the guys that played, of course. Um So, this was something they did have, you know, a couple quotes I've cut and pasted as I often do. His play outside of structure gives him a high floor, but he still needs to improve from the pocket and not escape from clean situations, a problem he did have in college. You know, no reason to escape from a clean situation. That's a rookie thing, but it happens. So, here's a couple other nuggets. As a rookie, Pickett exceeded expectations in some of the most unstable areas of play, finishing third at the position in pressured passing grade and fourth in PFF grades on throws from outside the pocket. Again, some of this is sort of redundant, but every source that I, you know, network or outlet outsource tells you the same things. He was okay, percentile, you know, like when you take your kid to the doctor and he's like he's in the 90th growth percentile, you know, I mean, the higher the better, the bigger, you know what I mean? Only in the 37th percentile on first and second downs combined. Only in the 26th percentile on play action throws and his average depth of, of target on play action was very low. I told you before, Steelers don't use a lot of play action contrary to popular belief. He wasn't particularly good at it. Is that coming? That could be another leaf to turn over. I mean, it's usually a bit of a cheat code. Did some of his worst work against two high safeties. Interesting. I mean, that's what you see most in this league, although the Steelers see less of it than most because they have a lot of heavy boxes. But he was exceptional exceptional in two-minute drill situations. I mean, this is compared to every quarterback in the league, not rookies or for a rookie. He was also exceptional with what they deem stick throws. Now, I th- a stick throw to me is like, a comeback that you got to drill in there right at the numbers. You're not leading him. You're not placing it over a shoulder. You're not throwing them open. It's I got to drive it through this keyhole. Stick it in there. He was great at those. You know, they, they break it down in a lot of different styles of throws. And he was great on stick throws. When throwing between the numbers, this probably won't shock you, Pickett was poor and short to intermediate, but good and deep. You know, so they break the field down, 0 to 10 yards is short, 10 to 20 is intermediate, over 20 is deep. He was very good in the middle of the field, deep, but really poor, short to intermediate. Above average at all levels outside the numbers. Excellent on out routes in particular, which they could do more of. His 37.3 accuracy rates on throws between 10 and 19 yards downfield Ranked 38th among 43 qualifying signal callers, while his 58 or 56.1 accuracy rate on passes thrown 20 or more yards downfield finished second only to Geno Smith over the regular season. Again, good deep, bad intermediate. I've told you forever that 10 to 19 yards make or breaks quarterbacks, and he was bad at them. But you also see they didn't have a lot of attempts. So when you look at the receiver heat map in terms of, let's take a break. We'll come back to this one in a minute. All right. They have this receiver heat map where his throws are going and how successful they are. The, the, the deeper red it is, the better, the 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 bluer they are, the worse, You know what I mean? It's a heat map. So very hot down the sidelines, especially the right side. Very cold between the numbers from five to 20 yards downfield, as I told you. That's a big area of the field. 5 to 20 yards downfield between the numbers. Really bad. And I'm not saying it's all him, by the way. Excellent completion percentage when getting the ball out in 2.0 seconds or less. So we've talked about this a lot this week. His average time to throw is high. But I think it's really intriguing, you know, a positive that when the ball when in the quick game, when it does come out in 2 or less, his completion percentage is as good as anyone in the league. So, quick hitters, slants, things like that. I know we're sick of that stuff, but that's not easy to do. Here's a little nugget that was not from them, but I just threw out there. Over the past 10 years, rookie quarterbacks have won just 36% of their starts. Think about that. Try, I mean – Often they're thrust into bad situations. You know, Young and Stroud and Richardson are going to bad teams. But you only win 36% of your starts in this league over the last 10 years with a rookie quarterback of any kind behind center. Kenny did better than that. You know did a lot better than that? guy named Roethlisberger a while back. That wasn't in the last 10 years, but pretty amazing. I mean, just talk about, and I'm not a huge quarterback win percentage guy, but it's noteworthy. I mean, you win this many games – 36% when you trot a rookie quarterback out there. Now, going back to this heat map thing, they kind of break it down, and I'm just going to kind of read a little bit about it. And what they have to say about the heat map is leaves a void in the numbers, particularly in the middle of the field at intermediate depths. That's not just blue in the middle. It's dark a blue as the scale goes. Cold, not heat. You know, heat map. <laughs> For several years now, the Steelers passing offense has been one of the least diverse in the league. It's a lot of quick hitting routes outside the numbers with deeper opportunities coming almost exclusively on go balls down the sideline. What I've been telling you guys for a year. Receivers like George Pickens can win those downfield, but it's a tough way to move the ball consistently, especially without a run game to help keep the offense on schedule. Well, they do have a run game. In Matt Canada's two years as offensive coordinator, the only team with fewer passing yards between the numbers on throws at least five yards downfield are the Bears, who've been abysmal. Think about that. Two years as offensive coordinator, the only two teams with fewer passing yards between the numbers on throws at least five yards downfield are the Bears. It's bad. Bad, bad, bad. The total pass attempts over that two-year stretch are (laughs) – Well, real quick, they have about 200 more yards than the Bears in that area of the field over the last two years. But the Steelers have thrown over 1,200 passes in that area where the Bears have thrown 900 total. I mean, not not just in that area. Steelers have thrown the ball a heck of a lot more than the Bears. Bears run the ball more than any team in the league. That's the bottom line here. So, of course, the Bears are going to be low in every passing metric because all they do is run. Last thing, the last thing to read here. Kenny Pickett got his first start for the Steelers in Week Five last year. Over the next four weeks, Pittsburgh registered three of their pass, three of their highest pass rate over expectation figures of the season. Man, what the heck's pass rate over expectation? When you have the ball at the twenty-eight yard line and it's third and two, across the league, the average run pass split is X percent. When you're on your own goal line, it's X percent. If it's fourth down at midfield, every down and distance and field position situation, there's an average, the expected run pass split. So pass rate over expectation happened. You know, if you have a big lead, they factor that in. If you're winning by 20 in the fourth quarter and there's four minutes on the clock, they're not going to have a high pass rate expectation. So when he took over three of the Steelers' four highest pass rate over expectation games were right away, as soon as Kenny got in there. Pass, 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 pass. By, their ex- by how they do it. The Steelers had their bye in week eight, and at this point, they were above pass rate over expectations. From ten week 10 onward, they had zero week with a plus pass rate over expectation and posted a cumulative of minus 7.6%, which doesn't mean much to you, but it's low. They were the amongst the run-heaviest teams in football over the latter half of the season. Their highest pass rate over expectation in weeks 10 to 18 was still below league average, and three of their four lowest single-game pass rate over expectation marks were in the last month of the season. I know that's a, that's a little crowded and hard to decipher. In short... Pittsburgh aired it out with Pickett for those few weeks of pre-buy and then turtle shelled into one of the most run heavy teams in football. However, this I got from a fantasy site. And so they are really looking for who's going to throw the ball a lot because that's going to get me fantasy points. You know, do I want to draft these passing game people? Now, I honestly commend them for that because it worked. And go check out my article this week about the Steelers running game. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So will that change? I don't know. The middle of the field stuff has to change. Some things have to change. Where they attack and when they pass, I think, has to change. So some more stuff here. It's been a very stats-oriented time of year. Um, I know it's slow, but I love this stuff because a lot of this stuff comes out this time of year while there's not a lot else going on. And you can really decipher what teams think and all the stats to back it up. So, all right, take care. Over and out.